0: I love the way that on this verse my sin um it the real the real the sentence is mm-hmm. my sin is nailed to the cross and Absolutely. I bear it no yes. more it's a parenthetical yes but, but he statement. has to stop yes. and he says oh the bliss of this wonderful thought uh-huh. he has to and catch then, himself and then he tries to start it again my and sin stops. and he stops again, <laughs> again.
1: not in not part, in part. But the whole at least for some hymnals it's got it's a it's a hyphen or an extended hyphen my yeah. sin mm, oh, oh the bliss, bliss of this, this glorious thought. thought it does it again like you just said Mm-hmm. and then it goes to the end um he just can't help himself right there's just the wonder the the captivation of the beauty of what Jesus has done on the cross and that should you know encourage us challenge us when maybe we're not so caught up in wonder about that truth um thinking do we do we think of what Christ has done as a blissful, glorious thought. You know, mm-hmm. that's kind of a word of challenge I would say for churchgoers today, making sure we're we're still enthralled with Jesus. Mm. Welcome to sing the word a podcast that explores and promotes gospel-centered, biblically-rich congregational songs for the church. My name is Nathan Murfin, and I'm joined with... Joshua Roberts.
2: Rachel Nothnagel.
1: We're going over another hymn. Who would have thought? Uh, We're talking about probably... mm, Second to Amazing Grace. Second to Amazing Grace, the most popular hymn by um, evangelical Christians, It Is Well With My Soul by Horatio Spafford, and the tune written by Philip Bliss, who we covered in an episode on Hallelujah, What a Savior. So, very excited to be diving into this awesome song today. Josh, why don't you start us off?
0: When peace like a river attendeth my way, when sorrows like sea billows roll, whatever my lot, thou hast taught me to say, it is well, it is well with my soul, it is well with my soul, it is well, it is well mm-hmm. with my soul.
2: <laughs> though satan should buffet though trials should come let this blessed assurance control that christ has regarded my helpless estate and has shed his own blood for my soul
1: my sin oh the bliss of this glorious thought my sin not in part but the whole is nailed to the cross and i bear it no more praise the lord praise the lord O oh, my soul
0: and, Lord, haste the day when my faith shall be sight. The clouds be rolled back as a scroll. The trump shall resound, and the Lord shall descend. Even so, it is well with my soul. It is yes. well. <laughs> I
1: was trying to do that while you were reading there. earlier. <laughs> Such a memorable
0: song just because of that little refrain right there. Um, yeah, there was something in one of the um, hymnals that I was looking at where it said, um, "We suggest singing this song in four-part harmony and keep mm. the organ low." <laughs> Amen. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. So,
1: do we want to start? Let's leave music for later. Well, hold How on. About we talk about while
0: we're while we're reading the the words. Oh, okay. I wanna I wanna tell you what the the lost um stanzas are oh. they, they kind of got uh pushed aside so i was looking um and i don't think okay so the original manuscript just had these four verses and then later on he continued to kind of dwell upon it and when he was um uh, well he 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 added two other um verses the, you can find these verses actually on a written out handwritten thing uh, on the internet that shows where he'd written them at some hotel um, in Jerusalem. Anyways, one of them says, For me, be it Christ, be it Christ hence to live, if Jordan above me shall roll, no pain shall be mine, for in death as in life thou wilt whisper thy peace to my soul. Mm. And the next one says, uh, But Lord, tis for thee, for thy coming we wait. The sky, not the grave, is our goal. Oh, Trump of the Angel, O oh, Voice of the Lord, Blessed Hope, Blessed Rest of my soul. I, I mean, I like them. I don't think that there is. Sounds like he was a
1: rapture kind of guy. Yeah, <laughs> that that's the thing. No. He's
0: really well. He was really focused on that, and yeah. I, I don't think that they actually add anything necessary to the the hymn that's not already there. Mm-hmm. Doesn't already talk about those things, um, but thought it was interesting yeah. to find two extra verses that he actually pinned.
1: Mm. So let's talk about Spafford a little bit. His um, uh, we were <laughs> kind of joking about this before we started recording about you know that his story is is very uh, well known and for good reason. I mean it puts such a uh, an interesting lens on you know why he wrote uh, or how he spoke into this hymn, this poem that he wrote it as well or When Peace Like a River, however you want to title it. Uh, who was going to talk about history and then something else about him? We're going to do that?
2: I was going to talk about the theology as we go. But
1: okay.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I'll, I'll tell a little bit about um, what his life was like. So he, um, he had a lot of tragedy in his life. Um, he, he and his wife, their firstborn was uh, Horatio Jr. He died when he was four years old. Um, this man, Horatio Spafford, Uh, was a businessman in Chicago. He owned a lot of uh, stuff. He was actually a lawyer, owned a lot of real estate and stuff. But all of it was destroyed in one of the great Chicago fires. Mm. Actually, the great Chicago fire, I guess. Um, And then later, his wife and four girls, his four kids, were going over to—one of his friends was Dwight L. Moody. And um, he was preaching in Europe, and so they were going over to— attend some of those those services, and um, there was a shipwreck. He did not make it on the ship because he had to stay behind for a little bit longer. There was a shipwreck, and all four of the girls died. His wife almost died. She was found floating on a wooden plank. Um, But anyways, um, in the midst of all that tragedy, I think is why he... Came up with these words to remind us of the extreme peace that we can have, um, in in the midst of trials. And I think it, that's why it speaks so much to all of us. He, right. he went through, he went through so much heartache. In fact, he lost more kids even um, after that. Another son was born and and died at the age of four. So, wow. Yeah. Hmm. So that might be why he was so focused in upon the rapture mm-hmm. I mean I do like the line in um, that forgotten verse that says the sky not the grave mm-hmm. is our goal that's kind of a cool thought kind also. of reminds me
1: of the Charles Wesley Christ Lord's risen ours the cross the grave the sky yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 sorry I sang didn't I dad it! tried to not sing you already episode, did that like three three times. Did three oh
0: times. sorry <laughs> saying the word an interesting thing about the tune, let's go on to that for a minute. Okay. Um, an interesting thing about the tune, some some, um, some hymnals call it, it is well. They call the tune, it is well. Some mm-hmm. hymnals call it, I'm no good at French, but Villa du Havre. My, my wife's going to laugh when she listens to this. <laughs> Isn't that the name of the ship? That is the name of the ship. Wow. So I, cool. I think it's kind of. Weird and morbid, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. Yeah. But that's what they named the tune off of the name of the ship.
1: Interesting. The SS. That is very interesting. Yeah. Huh. I would not have thought about that. But, yeah, like, one. if you're talking talk about the tune real quick, obviously mm-hmm. the... Philip the, Bliss. The, yeah, Philip Bliss did, did, the, did the music, the... Opening, you know, it is well, that floats on top of harmonies underneath Mm -hmm. um, and how it eventually resolves back to the one. And then we pop into it is well, it is well with my soul and finishes the refrain. It's There's not many songs that the church still sings, like that have stood the test of time that, you know, a lot of people are still singing today that have that... You know, renowned call and response echo mm-hmm. thing. You know, there were a lot of uh, songs, and Josh, maybe you could speak to this. Sorry, I'm throwing the old card at you. All the 80s and 90s praise choruses that had some of those. I can't think of any right uh, now, but yeah, there were a lot. I of them. will call upon the. I yeah. Will yeah. Call, all <laughs> of the call and response. Not that that's a bad song or anything. Um, obviously, it's based off a psalm, um, but you know, there's just not a lot that we do without it being kind of like that or some kind of pet bandish, you know.
0: I don't know. There were a number of hymns.
1: Christian songs that maybe yeah. sung in There sung were a number of hymns during this era church, that
0: know. had um a lot of the where the the parts would Mm-hmm. Uh, go into some sort of repeat, but mm-hmm. yeah, we don't do that much. Don't right do now.
2: That much. This is one that does that that isn't cheesy. So that's, that's <laughs> what I was trying to thank yes. you. That's what I was trying to say,
1: uh, without saying it. Uh, <laughs> but so it obviously, that's the the renowned chorus. Um, it doesn't do much harmonically. It's pretty basic for the most part, um, which is nice for a guitar player like me. <laughs> um, it Does that interesting little. Um, you don't like changing chords every
0: beat. That was
1: taught me to say that, me to say that yeah. two major chord, and that's interesting. Everything else is pretty diatonic. And um but I, I think I think the you know the opening line when peace like a river, just how that melody is so kind of mellow and scalar like a river. you know it's very very flowing like a river, <laughs> when sorrows like sea. It gets it's a little dodgy, a little different there. Uh, I think that's kind of I don't know if that was intentional by Bliss. I'm sure it was. So
2: the words match the the music I, that's being sung. I
1: think so. I think
0: a little yeah, bit. Yeah, as that, the verse intensifies, yes, the, um, mm-hmm. lines go up. Christ, it gets a little bit higher. Just, yeah. yeah. Yep. Thou hast taught me to say.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I bear it no more, and the Lord shall descend. Yeah, Mm -hmm. very, very intentional. Good stuff right there. Okay, that's probably enough on the tune. Um, How about we just go ahead and do? You want to go? Let's go ahead and do the verses. You talk. You're gonna. You're gonna mention some of his theology, but that's probably gonna get you know revealed as we go throughout. Yeah, that's that's definitely.
2: There's a few lines all throughout that make me think of of some things that he said even decades later after writing this song, but we can take it from verse one. That's fine. Sounds good. Um, When peace like a river attendeth my way.
1: Mm -hmm. When sorrows like sea billows
2: roll. I noticed two things right off the bat. Um, The word when, of course, reminds me of Isaiah 42, um, how God doesn't promise us um, rainbows and butterflies, but Mm -hmm. it says, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. So it's a guarantee of hardship, um, so those two words, when peace, when sorrows, and then the contrast between those things, um, when things are good, when things are not so good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it says, he has taught me to say it. It's not something mm-hmm. that comes naturally. I don't naturally say, this is fine with me. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> I'll rest in God's sovereignty mm-hmm. all on my own. You know, um, mm-hmm. I need to be taught to say that, that God's will is enough.
1: I think that's really important, Rachel, that you say the importance of the word when. Yeah. Not, not if, but when. When it comes, that's really important.
0: Well, life is an up and down thing, and you know, peace like a river. Um, I, first of all, I, I actually don't think of a river as peaceful sometimes because you know the undercurrent, the, mm-hmm. the all that. It, it can look peaceful on the top. Maybe um, think of it more like a brook,
1: a yeah. stream. But the
0: prettiness of hearing that mm-hmm. running water and all. I, I get. I think that's what he's saying here. Yep. But, but when peace like a river attends my way, but when sorrow is like sea billows roll, it's it's two opposites there mm-hmm. um, and whatever my lot. Um, and, and it's funny that you said you have taught me to say and how it's important that it says God taught us to say, mm-hmm. because that's actually what... Um, Paul says in Philippians four, he says, mm. "I have learned mm-hmm. in whatever I situation <laughs> I am in to be content." Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, he says, "Then he can do all things through Christ who strengthens." But um, yeah, I have learned, and, it, mm. and obviously, it was the Lord that had taught him in whatever situation to be content. Yeah, that's
1: that's a great great illustration there. See billows rule. I just like. We talked about this in another episode, I think, maybe it was Christ, our hope in life and death, because we talked about the waves or mm-hmm. something. Just billows are big, big waves. I mean, just think about the churning of the ocean, like com- as compared to a gentle little trickle of a stream. I mean, just think about how, and, and you know, you can't help but think sea billows. You can't help but think he's thinking about the day his daughter's died. Mm-hmm. See, and really
2: if you've experienced grief of any kind, it, it does come in waves. In you'll have yeah, you'll have moments, days, weeks where things seem pretty mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. and then you get hit all over you get again.
1: Hits. Yeah, it hits you hard. Absolutely. But what a what a trust in the Lord this state, I mean, the, the simplicity of it, the contrast, we said that already. Thou has taught me to say it is well. It is well with my soul.
0: I also can't help but because of the um oh what's the word um the the things that it makes you imagine you're make what what am I trying to say imagination. here imagination? Yeah, not imagination. So the things that you kind of visualize the word in your picture. brain, yeah, the word picture. Thank you. The word picture, the things you sort of visualize are are very similar to what we find in in Psalm 42. Um, as the deer pants for mm-hmm. streams of water, my soul thirsts for you, O oh God. Um, and then later on, it says, "Deep calls to deep at the roar of your waterfalls; at uh, all your breakers and your waves have gone over me." Um, and of course, in that psalm, the point of it all is that we're longing truly for God. Um, and I, I think that in this in this verse, it's the same thing where. Um, he has taught us to say, but but ultimately, you know, it's what our soul, deep in our hearts, um, it is well with our soul because of our um, relationship with the Lord.
1: We don't use the word "well" very much in our modern day conversations. It's not, well, you know, well, I mean, yeah, well, then you're yeah, you're, you're, you're entering did. Hick, yeah. Missouri yeah. Uh, language. But to well, say, like well, it is I well
2: am, with me, or I am well, no. or I am, versus, am well, nah, doing yeah. good,
1: man, doing the,
0: good. There is, you know. There is someone that I know and I won't name them, but um, every time that I say, um, hey, how are you doing today? I'm well. Mm. <laughs> like, I thought we just said I'm good. <laughs> mm. But yeah, <laughs> so there are people that, because that's actually proper, but you're right. It's not, it's not.
1: And I think in some ways we we lose kind of the depth of the word well, you know, especially with something talking about the state of our soul. It is well rather than. Fine or good, like it's it's it almost seems to be even further. It is well, it is secured. It is um, what are some other synonyms? I'm trying
0: to well, think. Well, I don't think that there. I say well, I don't think that it <laughs> meant the same thing to him back then. Sure. But in our modern language, we would put well as the opposite of sick. Um, mm-hmm. So so that actually gives us another thought as we're thinking about it's well with my soul. Um, well, it's in a the, healthy, a good yeah. good place. Opposite of being sick. Mm, yeah. That's true.
2: I was reminded of another verse from Job, too, if we're still in the first mm-hmm. verse sure. of this. Um, <laughs> uh, at the end of chapter one, um, when he's experiencing a lot of loss, just like the writer of this hymn he says, Naked I come from my mother's womb and naked I shall return. The Lord gave and the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord.
1: Anything else on verse 1 or the refrain? That kind of hits them. Let's go on. Though Satan should give me a Chinese buffet. Buffet. Yeah.
2: Buffet. I, I don't think he means that. <laughs> no.
1: What? Though Satan should, should buff bu- buffet.
2: Attack or attempt to make S- your faith faint.
1: Strike oh. repeatedly was one definition I looked up for yeah. the word buffet, which... um.
0: I think that's part of the idea blow of blow after blow again. Right. Too. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. it comes in in waves, strike mm-hmm. after strike. It also
2: feels like you can't catch a break. Right, like, mm-hmm. with his relentless, with his loss too. I mean, over and over again, he's losing people mm-hmm. in his family, and it's yeah, mm-hmm. it's that same over and over.
0: Right. What this blessed assurance control? Don't we need that? Mm-hmm. Um, we need to cling control. to truth mm-hmm. uh, to control word. our emotions. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we need to cling to truth, like we're told to renew our minds um, with the truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just need to to or let that control us,
2: taking every thought captive too. Yeah. If you're having mm-hmm. a, a spiraling thought in the midst of of doubt or grief or any type of tragedy, it's you can't let that keep going, because then that's Satan doing his work. But to have the love of Christ controlling us, the truth of God's Word controlling us, it'll stop those thoughts.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this is where he finally kind of develops, you know, from verse 1 now to verse 2. What is what is the wellness of your soul? What What is your blessed assurance? Well, here it is. Christ has regarded my helpless estate and has shed his own blood from my soul or and hath shed. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's half this says has, I heard hath in other hymnals. But anyways, um but that's that's coming out now. And that's what's controlling and compelling the believer not only to, you know, persevere through the trials, but even also, like I think of the verse in Second Corinthians talking about our ministry of reconciliation to others, mm-hmm. for the love of Christ controls us or mm-hmm. compels us. So there is a um There's a common uh, trend here in how the Lord is working in His people. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, control, you know, we're not saying that we're we're robots to the Lord, Um, but there is something that is securing us and compelling us in our own um, soul, in our own walk with the Lord, but also uh, as we minister to each other. Um, Yeah, so now we've got the Christocentric here, right? Mm -hmm. Christ has regarded my helpless.
2: Estate. And that carries on into the third verse, too, um, mm-hmm. because he's talking about his sin. Um, do we want to move on? Sorry. I <laughs> Not quite. <laughs> okay. Um,
1: just, I, I like the, you know, we we've, we've mentioned the word helpless right. in, uh, what was it? Um, hallelujah, what a Savior. Right. Guilty, yeah. vile, mm-hmm. and
0: helpless we. So there's that helpless th- estate. Helpless estate, yeah. While we were still weak at the right time, Christ died for us. Absolutely.
1: And hath shed his helpless. own blood for my soul. The personal. Is that, I guess that's all I really wanted to say. Yeah. But Just the important. Uh, just, you can't skip over the importance of the word helpless. Mm-hmm. Reminds me of um, um, I am the vine, you are the branches. John 15. Mm-hmm. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Yeah, We are totally reliant on the Lord, not only for. Um, daily things, but especially for our need for salvation,
0: and to put it a little bit more personal too, for what um, Horatio is dealing with, he lost so much of his estate. I mean, true. You're, you're, so you're the thinking word about
1: estate, like burned in the yeah. Chicago fire. Yeah. Think about
0: that. I don't know. Maybe maybe he was thinking about that as he was talking about you know my my entire world, whether it's my estate, my material possessions, my family, my relationships, all of that. Is, is helpless um, to this world except for um, save what Christ uh, mm. gives me for all of eternity. So,
2: Yeah, I didn't mean to rush it along. I just no, see such a connection it between the it second is. and third. Yep. And so no, it's like it's all one well, big is, thing to me. <laughs> we're really going to want
1: to camp on three and four anyway. So yeah. go ahead.
2: I think the third one, considering his story and his theological background after he wrote the song, it more just makes me sad. Um, Mm. because he's talking about here in verse three, this deep understanding of his sin, he's convicted of his sin. Um, but yet he's set free, I is nailed to the cross and I bear it no more. Um, I was reading an article about some of the things that he ended up believing towards the end of his life. And I think that's why this third verse is sticking out to me so much because, Mm -hmm. um, This article I'm reading, um, the man who wrote it, is quoting a book that he read about Horatio Spafford, Um, and it says that uh, Spafford is quoted to have said this. I I don't know for sure, but that's how it's being presented Mm -hmm. here. Um, Apparently, he said, any man could save himself for the exercise of free will. Um, And then when you read verse 3, saying... My sin, not in part, but the whole is nailed to the cross. I'm wondering how his theology shaped his his understanding of his sin and salvation. Mm -hmm. Um, Because first he says any man could save himself through the exercise of free will. And then he later ended up pretty much admitting to being a universalist, um, believing in purgatory, um, having some unclear ideas of heaven and hell. Mm-hmm. um and so I think that's why it it's concerning but also just very sad to me mm-hmm. that somebody who could write these words right these these mm-hmm. words that are so heartfelt saying my sin is nailed to the cross praise the Lord oh my soul would then a few decades later it's Basically say, Falling yeah, away. we're all, yeah, we're all going to heaven, and I don't really know what heaven is, but not, we're all headed there. <laughs> not holding fast you know? to the hope that is within exactly. us, to the hope yeah. that we
1: will attain, or the, the word that is given to us. That's yeah, that's a very sober thought, Rachel. Um, there, so we've got that it is it is interesting especially and then you know his his looking forward to verse 4 of seeing Christ of of being with him and being I suppose in heaven and, you right. know and like um, if you
2: if you think oh we're all going there anyway mm-hmm. then what is the why, sweetness of what Christ has done why, why is are you it looking
1: sweet f- to you yeah why
2: are if, you looking forward to Christ you're turning if it's just like mm, yeah everyone's that's what we're all doing we're all experiencing it yeah it's right. like it, you're taking away what Christ has done on the cross
1: right and there's been such a time separation, you know, it, if, if someone, you know, were to write a song like that and then in their life like today, you know, that would that would hit way more at home than it does for us now. But mm-hmm. since there is that separation of time, this song has stood the test of time. It's it's one of those interesting things, you know, that it's mm-hmm. um, how much how much do we have influence on the songwriter of the lyrics of the lyrics or mm-hmm. sound, you know. Or were written at a more sound time in his life. That's always the fun balancing act um, as you're choosing songs for a church, and this is certainly a, a point of you know why you know why we can sing certain groups that may be questionable today, and that's one yeah. common argument. And I'm not going to argue against. That's not the point of this episode, but no, it's certainly this is a common example. It is, it all I'm is. Saying.
0: and 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 these words, these words are so rich, and it just mm-hmm. goes to show that even someone. Um, that is full of sin and doubt and um not 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 clear, clear., mm-hmm. uh, they can be used by God in mm-hmm. such an amazing way. I love the way that on this verse, my sin, um, it, the real, the real the sentence is: mm-hmm. My sin is nailed to the cross and I bear it no more. Yes. It's a parenthetical thing, but, but he statement. has to stop. Yes. And he says, "Oh, the bliss of this wonderful thought." Uh-huh. He has to and catch then, himself. Then he tries to start it again. My and sin stops. and then he stops again. <laughs> again. Not in not part, a part. But the whole. Um, but it, it just goes to show that um, God can, <laughs> God can use the the weak and the uh, feeble minded sometimes to. Um, to really bring about uh, truth, absolutely, and um, that's what's here. Yes, yeah,
1: I lo- like that was exactly where I was going to go, Josh, talking about how it's a, it, at least for some hymnals, it's got it's a it's a hyphen or an extended hyphen. Yeah. My sin, mm, oh, the, the bliss of this glorious thought. thought. It does it again, like you just said, mm-hmm. and, and then it, it goes to the end. Um, he, he just can't help himself, right? There's just the wonder the. The captivation of the beauty of what Jesus has done on the cross, mm-hmm. and that should you know encourage us, challenge us when maybe we're not so caught up in wonder about that truth. Um, Thinking, do we do we think of what Christ has done as a blissful, glorious thought? You know, mm-hmm. the, the, that's kind of a, a word of challenge I would say for churchgoers today, making sure we're we're still enthralled with Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, some some scriptures I thought of, um, you know, is nailed to the cross and I bear it no more. If you allow me the time to get there, Colossians 2, um, 13 through 14. We've read this before. People know it, but I'm going to read it anyway. Colossians 2, 13 says, And you uh, who were dead in your trespasses and the uncircumcision of your flesh, God made alive together with him, having forgiven us, all our trespasses by cancelling the record of debt that stood against us with its legal demands this he set aside nailing it to the cross hmm. so clearly talking about it's set aside it's nailed and I also thought of um if you guys thought of this too go ahead and read it first Peter chapter 2 hmm. um, 24 yes uh, such mm-hmm. a good verse Um he himself bore our sins in his body on the tree, that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. Yeah. He himself bore. That's Peter giving us a lot of uh, Isaiah fifty three imagery, um, putting it in his in his letter. Um, so th- that's kind of the biblically based part of that third line of verse three. Nailed the cross and I bear it no more. What's our response? Praise, Praise the, the Lord. Lord! Praise the Lord, oh my soul. Probably. Oh, I can't do absolutes. Oh well, probably the best verse I think of any hymn. I love that verse so much.
0: Yeah, it's good. The punctuation,
1: mm-hmm. it is. I, good. I, I, the I'm just everything in it, how it works itself together. I don't know. Well, there's I not think many. That's
0: why it's it's one of the the most well known. Yeah, I, I know, won't say it's, it's the
1: it's, best, but there's not many more that are better. I yeah, guess I'll put it that yeah. way. It's just so good, and I'd say similarly with verse four too.
0: You know. I I was thinking about is nailed to this cross and I bear it no more. And also about how um, my sin, not in part, but the whole, and, and thinking about that, you know, how, how we are so um, uh, depraved without the Lord and how Paul says in Galatians two, not just my sin, but I have been crucified with Mm -hmm. Christ. It's no longer I that lives, but Christ lives in me. Mm -hmm. Um, And he gave himself for me, Uh, you know, E- even even the good parts of us uh we 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 bear them no more because it's all been given up and nailed to the cross and we we can truly praise the lord for that because um well like we've know the our even our righteousness is just filthy rags uh, we don't measure up um mm-hmm. yeah it, it just there's so many things about this that just well it, it's the entirety of the the christian um, gospel message right Absolutely. here, mm-hmm. not in part but the whole. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, if you get, I don't know if you guys have listened to it, T4G did a did like a sermon video probably you know ten years ago of uh, Elder D J Ward and he talks about. Anyways, I'll put this in the show notes because it it goes with the song and it also goes with Jesus paid it all. But talking about um, the the fullness of God's of Jesus atonement mm-hmm. on the cross and. Um, talking about did Jesus pay it all or just some of it and just anyways i'm I'm abusing how how powerful that sermon clip is. Um, mm. it's so good. just he yeah. anyways, I will include that in the notes because I'm just
0: making it sound terrible, but
1: it's so good.
0: Well before we go on to this next um verse. This last line, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, oh my soul, doesn't that well up within you, something that mm-hmm. um, just a, a lot of emotions, it's similar to like Psalm 103 where it says, mm-hmm. bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within mm-hmm. me, praise His holy name, bless mm-hmm. His holy name. Uh, um, yeah, it just wells up something within you. Yes. Um,
1: mm-hmm. All right, verse 4, and Lord, oh Lord, whatever it is, and Lord, haste, so Lord. Hey, yes, Lord, yes, sorry. <laughs> We're getting all of haste our 90s. The day. Haste the day. That's a
0: good word. Yeah, that is haste. A good word.
1: And
0: they quickly. came with haste. <laughs> <laughs> Who is haste? I don't know. <laughs> but she came with them. <laughs> and
1: Lord. Haste, haste the day. the day when Josh stopped talking about the word haste. When uh, my faith, when the faith, whatever it is, when my faith shall be sight. Oh, man. Isn't that what we all long for, right?
2: That reminds me of 1 Corinthians. I will flip there. 15? 13. 13. 13. Yeah, 13, 12. For now we see in a mirror dimly, but then face to face. Now I know in part. Then I shall know fully, even as I have been fully known.
1: Mm-hmm. Very good. This is just, this is this is totally underlying, this is the second coming of Christ. This yeah. is, I mean, mm-hmm. well, <laughs> or you could say it's the pre-trib rapture, and that's what he's talking about. It just depends on your eschatology. <laughs> uh, that's probably what he leaned, but it's okay. Um, Haste the day when my faith shall be sight. Okay, when we're going to see Jesus. Here's what's unfolding. The clouds are going to be rolled back like a scroll. The sky rolled back like a scroll. The trump is going to sound and the Lord is going to come down. He's going to descend. And I, I, I'm going to talk a little bit about that because that's obviously very biblical language. Uh, I'm going to do 1 Thessalonians 4. Um, where are you at? 1 Thessalonians four sixteen hmm. through 18. Um, yeah. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a cry of command with the voice of the archangel, or an archangel, with the sound of the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first, then we who are alive, who are left, will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so we will always be with the Lord. So you have that language, and you also have some of First Corinthians 15 mm-hmm. talking about the trump and and how in the twinkling of an eye the last trumpet we should all... We shall all be changed, Mm -hmm. uh, perishable, putting on the imperishable. Um, I I love, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Sorry,
2: That verse um, right after, so we will always be with the Lord, there's one more verse in that section Mm -hmm. that says, therefore encourage one another with these words. Mm -hmm. Like this should be a source of encouragement Mm -hmm. that one day we will see God face to face and Mm -hmm. always be with him. That guarantee always forever is, Mm -hmm. it is fixed. Right.
0: And isn't that cool that every time that we sing these words to each other and to the Lord mm-hmm. in service, we are encouraging yes. one another with these words, yep. with this this truth. Um, mm-hmm. Haste the day when my faith shall be sight. Um, I love that that thought and that line, and it's been used um, in other songs you since then. Mm-hmm. Today yeah, turn to, to sight. sight. And then I think um, and there was another one by Matt Redmond, I think, that had— uh, it in there. But it, anyways, um, faith, we walk by faith, not by sight. Of course, that's 2 Corinthians 5, 7, but also um, Hebrews 11. Faith is the insurance of things mm-hmm. hoped for, the evidence or the conviction of things, of things that are not seen. Um, our faith is right now not um, seen. not seen. Mm-hmm. It is hoped for, but mm-hmm. there's an assurance in that. Mm-hmm. But one day that faith will be sight. Um, we will see as as we believe and um yeah that that's so powerful uh, oh Lord haste the day when the faith shall be sight I, I want to say while we're ta- touching on that there are some we we talked about this a little bit so it says oh Lord or and Lord oh. that that one doesn't bother me one way or the mm-hmm. other but there's some uh, hymnals that say "When my faith," and then there's some that say the "When faith. the faith." Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of like the faith actually, uh, because it it gives more of a um, feeling of we're all in this together, um, and and as we're singing it as a congregation, um, it it kind of makes our faith become one mm-hmm. thing that we're all united together as the church, the church, Catholic, yeah. The church universal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, when the faith shall be sight.
1: You, I'll just let you know how much restraint I had to have whenever you said "We're all in this together" to not start singing. <laughs> oh, sorry, and yeah,
2: oh,
0: <laughs> and not all in this together. Yeah. <laughs> sorry,
2: not the way that I Horatio actually, Spafford yeah, did. <laughs> I actually
0: thought that as I was saying that, I was like, "Well, not the way that Horatio Spafford did." Still <laughs> <saw> musical,
1: <laughs> yeah. So, Josh, you were talking about the um, faith being something that is unseen, yeah. and hence the word faith. Um, think about the blessing that Jesus pronounces at, uh, towards the end of the Gospel of John, um, talking to Thomas um, whenever he asked, to, asked him to put his finger in his hands and his side so he would believe, and then Thomas answered him, this is 2028, 20, My Lord and my God, Jesus said to him, Have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. Mm. That's our um assurance, <laughs> that's the blessing that we receive is as, as pretty much the majority of Christians, you know, have not seen Jesus until they've died or until oh, yeah. if the Lord tarries or if he decides to come back, then we see him at his, at his second coming. We have not seen Christ until one day we shall. Um, blessed are those who have not seen me but have believed. I love that uh, that last line, even so... It is well with my soul. Trying to consider all that he's just said, even so, or even so come, like in Revelation, even so come, Lord Jesus Mm come. all those things, the language. Okay, is important so there.
0: while we're talking about this, you know, nobody ever quotes the Book of Titus. I feel so bad for it sometimes, but I'm going to quote it real quick. <laughs> Titus two, thirteen says that we're waiting for our blessed hope, the appearance mm. of the glory of our great God and Savior, That's good. Jesus Christ. So, I wanted to quote Titus real quick. That's that. good. I love Titus. Mm-hmm.
1: Very good. That's a really good place to end, in my opinion. Any final thoughts? It is well with my soul, Horatio Spafford. What a gift to the church this song has been for, well, about a, exactly 150 years is how old this, this poem is. It says 1873 on Henry. Very cool. Listener, we thank you for joining with us, uh, and uh, we hope it's been a blessing and encouragement. Uh, check in with us next time. See you thank you for listening to sing the word if you're enjoying the content of this podcast please subscribe to our channel on your preferred podcast platform feel free to leave us a good rating too you'll find us on apple podcasts spotify google podcasts pandora and other platforms as well If you've got songs, questions, or discussions you'd like for us to explore in future episodes, please email those to singtheword316 at gmail.com. Again, that's singtheword316 at gmail.com. As we continue to improve and expand our platforms for this podcast, we'll be sure to keep you posted on things to come, Lord willing. Again, thank you for listening. Grace and peace.